TV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terrell. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terrell, a blogger, the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between communities on Oregon Television. I'd like to welcome those watching us on the local voice on SoundCloud and those hearing us on YouTube. This week, my guest today is, is, is different. Of course, my um, co-host Ian Locke had a um, medical emergency. Um, so thoughts and prayers with Ian and his family um, and the ONTV family as well. So we got the host of Views from the Sideline and the Orient Cares podcast, Joey Tysick, here this week. So oh, welcome. Sammy, I'm glad to be with you. Uh, like I was talking before we started the podcast, I haven't been able to keep up with the OAA quite as much as I normally do as I'm out doing all the games and stuff. So I'm excited for you to help me get caught up and uh, get to talk some high school sports. We got a lot to talk about this week, of course. Obviously, a lot of basketball. Um, we've got some coaching news to talk about. New head coach at Farmington with Jason Albright taking over. Um, volleyball with West Bloomfield Volleyball with Nancy McCallan taking over at um, West Bloomfield. So we got a lot to talk about. So um, let's go with our OA roundup here. We're going to talk basketball here. Um in our, in our um, OA basketball roundup here, um, we got from Wednesday the 17th, we're going to go boys first. Um, Troy Athens beat Rochester 64-49. Um, Jordan Sigaba at 18 points. Jacob Thornton, 13 points. Michael Justice, 17 for Troy Athens. Berkeley, 40. Seaholm, 35. Arshad Walker, 12 points. Logan Haley, 9 points for Berkeley. Johnny Cross led Seaholm with 12 in, the, in defeat for Seaholm. Bloomfield Hills, 55. Adams, 48. Um, Noah Adamchek, 12 points for Bloomfield Hills. That was a really good game, um, if you look at it. And then Detroit Loyola, after a emotional win against West Bloomfield, um, lost 47-46 to to Detroit Loyola. Oh. Yeah. And then um, Thursday, February the 18th, um, we had one game. Um, Livonia Clarenceville took on Royal Oak. It was 51-32, Livonia Clarenceville. Royal Oak just can't seem to put things together in the right, in the right frame of mind right now. Um, the game from Friday night, um, Clarkson 70, North Farming, uh, Clarkson 70, Farmington 40. Keegan Wasilla, 15 points. Luke Schurler, 10 points. Nathan Steinman, 9 points. Mike DePillow had 8 for Clarkston. Balance scoring for the Wolves there in that one. Farmington just, they were outmatched in that one. Hmm. Um, Ferndale 60, Oak Park 53. Um, good win for the Eagles and Coach Juan Rickman. Um, North Farmington 50, West Bloomfield 39. Dion Hayes. 21 points for North Farmington. Richard Weaver had 10 points for West Bloomfield in the defeat. This was one of the upsets here, I thought. Southfield A&T, 51. Adams, 46. Jalen Mack, 16 points. Anthony Davis, 14 for A&T. Brady Priest scored at 16 points. And John Ursay had 12 for Adams. Um, Bloomfield Hills and Groves, this was a classic. 63-58 um, Bloomfield Hills in overtime. Um, they had a buzzer beater to tie it up. Um, Noah Adamchick at 15 points. Christian Jordan had 11 for Bloomfield Hills. Lake Orion 38, Seahorn 29, Alden Ritt 12 points, Malachi Granberry at 10, and Andrew Bryant had nine points for Lake Orion. Um, for a def we're going to talk them in a couple minutes. Um, Troy Athens 57, Berkeley 48, Michael Justice 21 points, Jordan Sigma 13 points, Jacob Thornton 10 points for Troy Athens. Joey McNamara, 10 points. Um, Arshaw Walker at 9. And Eli Steinbach had 8 points for Berkeley. Rochester, 58. Oxford, 32. Lewis Bounds, Peyton Schroeder at 14 points each. 
Rochester, Trent Bound, and Mason Mulholland had 10 points each for Oxford. Pontiac 61, Ferndale University 46. Um, that was a good game for Pontiac. They're off to a 2-0 start. Avondale getting their first win of the year, 59-54 were Royal Oak. Jeremy Neal had, and J had Jai Smith at 16 points each for Avondale. Dylan Hoffman at 14 points. Cam Clark, 12 points. Colton Champion, 9 points for Royal Oak. Um, Saturday games, um, Dexter, 27. Lake Orion, 19. Um, Alden Ritt had 15 of the 19 for Lake Orion. Um, and then we had Adams, 64. Rochester, 61. Double overtime. John Ursay, 26 points. Justin Mims, 13 points. Matt Stone, Mark Williams had huge games for Rochester as well in that game. Clarkston, 48. Groves, 42. Mike DiPillo had 16 points for Clarkston. Ferndale, 94. Detroit Frederick Douglass, 74. Cravion Lewis, 50 points for Ferndale. Wow. And then we had Avondale, 57. Ferndale, 49. Jeremy Neal, 17 points. Jai Smith at 16 for Avondale. We had Wall Lake Western, 43. Seaholm, 40. And then we had um, Oxford losing to Romeo, 45-43. Mason Mulholland had 33 points to lead Oxford. Wow. So when you look at boys basketball, Joey, um, what were your initial thoughts when you looked at the prep roundup? Well, obviously, you look at some high scores over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think you can ignore that Dexter Lake Orion game that you talked no. about. Like, no. Defense versus slugfest. I was going to say, talk about how that game even got to that score. Well, this was really, Lake Orion had a good start. It was 9-4 to four at the end of the first quarter. Then it was 9-8 at halftime. Wow. And then and then the second half, Dexter outscored Lake Orion. Um, Lake Orion had 10, and um, Dexter had, um, goodness, I got to remember this here. It was 8, so 27, so 19-10 to 10 the second half. So, Jeez. When you look at it was it was a defensive slugfest, but to me that describes the problems Lake Orion has offensively right now. Defensively, they're great. They're mm -hmm. fine. I right. mean, like, I'm not worried about this team defensively. It's on the offensive side of the ball. Where are you going to get your help besides all the rip? That's the big problem. Yeah. So when you look at Lake Orion's case, you know, is it an Andrew Bryant? Is it a Malachi Granberry? Your guards have got to be more aggressive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Nick Fisher, Will McClear, you know. They've got to be more aggressive. They got to take care of the basketball. Don't turn it over. You know, I don't know if this team plays timid or not, but yeah, but you can't rely on all the writ to carry and save your skin. You got to develop. I mean, especially with this team, they've got to find some other players besides writ to step up. I mean, that's yeah. been the big problem for Lake Orion. Yeah, and I think um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've seen Granberry in the past be aggressive, and he mm -hmm. he, he drives to the lane, he causes causes pressure. Mm -hmm. And then they have a plenty of shooters. I yeah, mean, they have plenty of shooters. I mean, like, I can't. And right now, when you look at Lake Orion right now, you got Berkeley who's playing better. I mean, they're in their division. I mean, Arshaw Walker, they got, he's been a really good catalyst for them. And then you have Troy Athens. You know, their senior experience with Drake, with Jacob Thornton, Michael Justice in the interior, and then Jordan Sigaba. You know, they've been playing really well. So when you look at Lake Orion, and when you look at, the blue right now, those three teams right now are clear top teams. Right. Oxford, Mason Mulholland is basically carrying Oxford right now. So, yeah. you know, Mulholland's had some games where he just went nuts. But, mm -hmm. but my goodness, I mean, like, when you look at Lake Orient's problems, I mean, like, offensively, defensively, 
defense you could go you could take with you during basketball games. You could take right. that with you. You I mean like but it's offensively, you know, you got to find ways to do this. Now Lake Orion when you look at them, you know, when you look at basketball, when you go on the road, take you can you can steal games on the road, you know what I mean? Yeah. Home games you got to protect your home turf. So mm-hmm. and you look at other teams around the league, obviously um obviously you know, you look at the red with Ferndale with what they did to Detroit Frederick Douglass, a very good team. A Michigan State commit had 38 points in that game. I didn't talk about that. Hmm. And then you had Trayvon Lewis who goes off for 50. Yeah. So, and you're putting him together with Jason Drake and Orchard Lake St. Mary's transfer. And Ferndale's got something going. I mean, they just knocked off Clarkston. Yeah. Um, They knocked, I mean, like, they still got to play North Farmington. I mean, when I look at the, and the boys basketball where, right at things right now. North Farmington right now to me clearly is the best team in this league. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the Raiders, you have Bashir Jihad um, with the big in the interior going to Ball State next year. You have also you have um, they got Deion Hayes has had some, has had some good games. Landon Williams is a, an impact freshman player. They play that famous trap defense that Tom, that Tom Negotian likes to do. Mm-hmm. So when you look at North Farmington, obviously this team um they're right now rolling on the on all cylinders right now. When you look at North Farmington, yeah, um, North Farmington Ferndale right now to me is the two best teams right now in that red division. Um, a mystery team we got to figure out is West Bloomfield. You know yeah. what the record is, Joey? I do not. <laughs> oh and five. Oh and five. They played a murder's roll with schedule. Yeah, I like playing Warren Diasal. Um, they had that very bad loss to Oak Park. They played North Farmington twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll get to you. Yeah, and you just—I mean, you just said North Farmington's probably the best in the league. So mm-hmm. to have to play them twice already, hopefully, that gives them—you know—a good basis of like this is what we gotta try to strive for. Is this kind of level of play? That's the big question. I mean, like, and then you look at Farmington, another school, um, another team. They do good outside of the red, but then when you get in the red, yikes. Yeah, they struggle. Yeah, so when you look at when you look at Farmington, they're another school that's struggling a little bit. Um, the white is basically like a like a golden case mess right now. Um, when you look at Probes is a hard team to figure out. South of A&T is a hard team to figure out. Adams is a hard team to figure out. So when you really look at those three teams, and that's not kind of the two teams ahead of them right now. That's Troy and Stony Creek. Mm-hmm. Now, Troy hasn't been able to play because they've been on COVID protocol. Stony Creek, on the other hand, when they played Marine City Cardinal Mooney, they did not look good against them at all. I mean, despite winning 61-56, I mean, they rely so much on Trevor Smith to carry him. And to me, that is a, that's dangerous if you right. have one guy get, getting all the points. And that's the same problem with Oxford with Mason Mohound. So, mm-hmm. Oxford and Stony Creek are basically in a, are in a really difficult situation where you're relying on one guy to carry your team and the other time and the other side of things. And then everybody else, you, you, sh- they shut, you get shut down. So, right. you know, so when you look at it, I don't know why teams are not playing boxing one of these guys. Yeah. And, and you might see that when you get later in the season and you're playing those tougher teams as it goes on. And maybe you start looking towards playoffs and stuff like, that's something that those teams have got to be concerned about because, like you said, you can't rely on one guy because unless unless they're you know player in best player mm-hmm. in the country, then they're not going. There's a point where they're not going to be able to. Carry I would that expect team. a lot of teams to play boxing one. I mean, like now with Ferndale, you can't do that with Drake and Lewis. Um, mm-hmm. North Farmington, you can't do that. 
Um, but right now, with other teams such as Lake Orion and Oxford, you know, you could see teams possibly playing boxing more. You know yeah. what I mean? You could see opponents, you know, playing that. Um, Troy, of course, we know about Brody Parker, the emerging twins, um, DeAnthony Hamilton, Ahmad Hodge. Um, but like I said, they've been in COVID protocol, so mm -hmm. they really haven't been playing a lot. Um, Stony Creek, you know, it's supposed to be that team that team makes the next step. But when you look at a team like Bloomfield Hills, who's had two dramatic wins at home, um, knocking off a really good Adams team, and then knocking off a Groves team who gave Clarkson everything can handle on that Saturday. So where would you, in your mind, Joey, put Groves at right now? Where you put where would you put Groves at right now? I mean, from the from the sounds of it, if they're, you know, closing if they're getting close to Clarkson like that and Clarkson's a good team yeah then they got to be right around that middle to upper upper level of talent but Grosey just I don't understand this team you know what I mean because yeah you know there's games where they look really good and then there's games that go like what the heck are you doing <laughs> right you know what I mean so and that's kind of why they fit perfectly in the middle I would think mm -hmm. because they, sometimes they can be upper echelon of the team but then sometimes they can play down to their level and that's Down the same the thing with Bloomfield Hills. You know what I mean? Bloomfield Hills. We know about Canfield. We know about Adam Shack. Um, they found some. Um, they found a good big in Jordan. Um, he's had a really good start for Coach Phil Kurgian. But you know, Bloomfield Hills has been another team that's relied on dramatics. I mean, like just recently, a couple weeks ago, they lost on a buzzer beater to um to um Farmington. Hmm. So when you really look at Bloom, when you got Bloomfield Hills, they're in the same boat as Groves is right now. Yeah. When you look at them. And then you look at Adams. I mean, Adams had a 3-0 and start, and they lost. They lose two, and then picked up an emotional double overtime win against Rochester. You know, Rochester's a team in the gold right now, but they played better lately. Of course, winning two straight. I mean, mm -hmm. like, they beat Oxford, and then, of course, um, they had a good showing against Adams. So so when you look at Adams, um, where would you put um, Coach Jared Thomas's team at? You know, and I talked about this again last week was with Adams. They had a lot of balance. Um, Justice Mims, the best player. John Ursay, um, Ben Chernside. Um, you got um, got Brody pre-scoring. I mean, like, who's only a freshman. Um, yeah. So when you look at Adams, you know, their future's bright, obviously. Right. But, you know, when you look at Adams, you know, those two losses are kind of like when they lost to Bloomby Hills and Southfield Arts and Tech, you know, those are kind of head scratches. Yeah, and that could be that could be the youth of the team. You mm -hmm. know, they're... They're trying to get over that hump and get some experience going for those young guys that have a promising future. But you got to go through the bumps in the road before you can get there. And I think that's kind of like what a lot of these teams are kind of going through. And, Especially in the, in the white. Right. And, and you see it in high school basketball sometimes where you get teams that, you know, they'll, they'll play the what they believe as the lower ranking teams and they'll take it a little too easy and then they can get upset from it. And then sometimes they'll play the tougher teams and they're like, we got to play put our best uh, basketball out there, and they do it. Do so you think it's, that playing the level of your competition is basically impacting these teams right now? Yes, yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Mm -hmm. and, and so they, they're they getting inspired when they play the good teams, but then, you know, they're playing down to the, the lower-ranking teams that they I think a lot of these beat. teams need to stop that. They got to yeah. stop that. They, yeah. I mean, like, you know, Lake Orion is a perfect example of that. They got to stop playing a level of competition. Um, um, Oxford, I mean, like, you know, you got there's other teams, you know. I mean, like um, I think Rochester's been playing better. Um, they've been, I mean, they just picked up a win against a blue opponent in Oxford. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like where Coach and Vance Kirkwood has that team going. Um, 
right now, when I look at the gold right now, the best team in that one, in that league is Division Pontiac. I mean, we know about Pontiac, what Damon O'Neill's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rochester, I think, is playing a more vicious schedule. Pontiac's only playing a league-only schedule. Yeah. So, to me, that's a big no-no. Um, but the, Avondale, I think, has been playing better um, ever since their loss to Lake Orion. Um, they've won two straight. Um, Royal, I mean, Ferndale University, they're still a new new team in this league. Right. I mean, like, so you want to get them a pass this year. Mm-hmm. But the team that I really can't understand has been Royal Oak. I mean, this team's, this team's got an identity crisis. I mean, we know Coach Aaron Smith's the defensive first coach. And they've been, and seeing these high-scoring games has got to make his head, head go gray. Yeah. And the fact that they're 0-3 right now, they had a bad loss of only Clarenceville. They just lost a tough one to Avondale. I mean, if there's a team I think that I'm worried about right now, it's Royal Oak. That yeah. is the team I am seriously concerned about. Yeah, and and definitely as a high school team, again, that mentality of having to go down 0-3 at the beginning. And, like you're, in the, and you're in the gold. Yeah, like that's that's tough. That's tough. So to get, to get that team, like coach is going to really have to rally around and be like, you know what? We have to play defense. We got to lock in on defense and shut these guys down. Because if they can do that, then, you know, you give yourself a better chance. Mm-hmm. And when I did my top 10 this week for boys basketball, we're going to talk girls in a couple minutes here. Um, you look at, obviously, North Farmington's my best team right now because uh, they played well. They've, they, they've been performing very well. Ferndale, my number two ranked team right now. Um, obviously, of course, um, when you look at, my number three, obviously, you know, Troy, Troy, Troy's been off. You know what I mean? So when you look at Troy, they've been, they've been, they've been off. Um, obviously, um, when you look at, um, let's get my rankings here. So Clarkson, my number three team. And they're coming off of, they're coming off. They didn't look good against Groves the other night. I mean, they yeah. just blew out Farmington. But then going to Beverly Hills, I know that's not an easy game to go down there and play. I mean, like, but that was not an easy game. Troy's my number four team. Stony Creek's my number five team right now. Athens, of course, they're the top team in the blue right now, relying on those three players um, mm-hmm. and their senior experience. Um, Southfield A&T. This one, I, I can't figure them out because <laughs> they're another white team. Um, they just knocked off Adams, but then lost to Detroit Cast Tech early in the week. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the Warriors, they got Jalen Mack, Caleb Banks. You know, for Coach Darrell Buchanan. What I can't figure out with Southfield is, you know, I don't have a clear set in stone piece with Southfield yet. I just don't. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be a problem going forward for A&T because, yeah. you know, winning at Adams is huge for them. But I just, I don't know if I can, I can judge this team right now. I can't yeah. judge A&T right they now. They don't have like a true identity at the moment. Not at the moment right now. Um... You know, then of course if Adams at eight, we talked Adams. Berkeley, we talked about them. Um, Arsha Walker, you got him. Logan Taylor, um, Joey McNamara. I mean, Berkeley, I would think it's a U-tight team. Yeah, hardworking, hardworking team. They work their tails off. Yeah, you know, and that's that's how I view the Berkeley Bears mm-hmm. as a good description of you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and in high school basketball, that's. That's a team that can win some games, and yes. like you said, they're kind of a kind of an under the radar team. Yes, a lot of people don't give Berkeley a lot of. They don't talk a lot about this team. They really don't. And 
What I love about Berkeley is they got a good coach in Joe Sermo. Uh, I know a couple years ago we talked, I bashed him a <laughs> that couple That famous times. game. The famous disaster against Ferndale. Um, but I think what Sermo's done with that team is he has done a wonderful job there at Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they lost to Troy Athens and they had no chance to get to Troy Country Day. But you know what? I like where this team at. They have a good guard, Nasha Walker. Um, he has really been the one that's carrying the load for them right now. Um, Pontiac's my number 10 ranked team. Rochester have 11. Bluebird Hills, 12. Oak Park, you know, I can't. I still can't figure this team out. They got Ashton Henderson, but question is who else? Mm-hmm. Who else steps up for Coach Duran Shepard's team? That's the big question I have with Oak Park. And they're in that red, so it's not an easy thing for them. Right. Um, Oak Park, 13. Gross, 14. Uh, West Bluebird, 14. Gross, 15. Lake Orion at 16. Um, we talked about them with the offensive issues they have. Oxford, 17. We talked about them, about Mason Mulholland. Farmington, we talked about them. Seahome's a team that's really scrappy. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they didn't look good against Lake against Berkeley. They didn't look good against Lake Orion. Um, played much better against Wall Lake Western. Um, even though they lost by three. Um but they didn't have their best player in Johnny Cross. He's expected to be back this week. So mm-hmm. when you look at Seaholm, um, I got some expectations for them. So, I mean, Seaholm's a good team. I mean, like, they're a scrappy team. They're not a big team, but yeah. you got to love those teams that are very scrappy. Right. You know, just they're going to battle. Yeah, you know and that, I mean? that's exactly the example of a team that you don't want to play to their level. Mm-hmm. Because if you play a scrappy team to their level uh, – they're obviously good. They're going to outscrap you, mm-hmm. and you can't get in that kind of game with those teams. Right, so. and Seahome's one of those teams you got to be careful of. Yeah, because they're they're kind of a dangerous team that could just knock somebody out. Oh, sure. I mean, like, and then you have Royal Oak and then Ferndale University right now, 0-4. Um, so that's my boys. Um, That's my that's my thoughts on boys basketball right now. I'm ready to talk some girls basketball? Yes. Got some. got the ladies here, of course. Um, We're going to go from February 17th. Um. Yeah, Groves 50, Lakeland 29, a freshman, Navida, Oris, 19 points for Groves, um, wow. only a freshman. Groves' team is basically a young, young team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Caitlin Quinn there. You got, I mean, they got a lot of young pieces, um, but I like what Coach Antoine Sickens is doing over there. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Thursday, West Bloomfield 73, Clarkston 41. You're going to love to hear about the Davis wow. sisters. I mean, India and Summer Davis. Um, India Davis at 23 points. Logan Lewis, 17 for West Bloomfield. Madison Sikorsky at 12 points. Olivia Todorin at 10 for the Wolves. This was a shocker because Clark's my number two ranked team right now. West Bloomfield, the way they've been playing. Adams didn't look good against them. Bishop Foley. I mean, 44-43 win against them. Bishop Foley, we know um, they're a class, um, I think they're a Division two school. Hmm. Um, Maddie Durling at 13 points, Elizabeth Blaine at 11 for Adams. Um, Stony Creek 47, North Farmington 39, Melissa Cork at 14 points, Mia Carson 13 points, Sydney La Prairie 11 points for Stony Creek, Heaven Rogers at 15 points, 10 rebounds. Um, Sarah Leffler had 13 points for North Farmington. Here's one that's going to be real interesting Berkeley had an 11 point lead against Oxford. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what happened? Did they end up losing? Yep. 46-45. <laughs> Man. Um, Emma Morris, 15 points on the second half. Mackenzie Metter, 11 points. 
Miranda met Winnebago had nine points, ten rebounds for Oxford. Ashley Loon had twenty points to lead Berkeley. Man. Um, so you're Berkeley, you're sitting at one and three. You got that's really tough. Yeah. Was that a game that they uh seemed to take it easy in the second half? Well, they're not a deep team. Berkeley's not a deep team for starters. I mean, they're yeah. they're not really that deep of a team. Mm-hmm. And you look at what happened there in that game was, you know, Oxford. Oxford's an odd team to figure out. I mean, you look at Coach Rachel Byers' team because, you know, they when they play Lake Orion, they usually get up for those games. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's games where they put up only 22 points, and there's games that they put up 45, 46, like what they did here. Yeah. So Oxford's a weird team to figure out. If Emma Morris, Mackenzie Metzer, Miranda Winnebago, are they, if they're all on, mm-hmm. then it's a tough team to beat. They're a tough team to beat. But if they're not, there's some trouble. Yeah. Um. Then we had Lake Orion 35, Troy Athens 23. Of course, that was the game you were at. Yep. Um, Kylie Eck had 12 points to lead Lake Orion. Um, Jillian Seelak only had six for Athens. Mm-hmm. Um. So when you look at when you look at Troy Athens, of course, this team relies so much on Jillian Seelak to carry them. Um. For for Coach Jason Klump, I mean, this was a team that was battered by the by heavy graduation loss last year. Mm-hmm. They lost eleven seniors last year. Yeah, that's that's tough for any team to lose that mm-hmm. many players. And and you could tell uh, during that game, they they looked like they're still trying to kind of figure out their identity for themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they got some good players. I mean, Sierra Shoals. Um, they did knock off Rochester. Now Rochester was missing two starters, mm-hmm. which is always huge. But right. but when you look at um. Troy Athens, they were they were hot. I mean, they won two straight. They knocked off Clawson, knocked off Rochester. Right. Um, and then of course with Lake Orion, you know what I mean? They played a murder's role with not conference. Yeah. When you're playing against teams like Birmingham Marion, you're playing against um Stony Creek, you're playing against um Troy. I mean, that's not easy. Yeah. And they still have to play Midland, who's a very good team as well. I mean, like, so when you look at Lake Orion, I mean, like they and they still gotta play Clarkson as well. Yeah. So you know, for Lake Orion, that's a murder's roll with schedule for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, so Lake Orion ended up winning that one 35-23. Rochester did win 45-19 um, over Avondale. Megan Lorenzo had 15 points. Um, Fute Masurius had 10 points to lead the Falcons. Um, Farmington, 48. Seaholm, 32. Sophia Hardwick, 13 points. Kayla Garafi, 11 points for Farmington. Kate Sullivan at 12 points. Jay Manchester at 9 points for Seaholm. Farmington right now, Queens of the Gold right now. So we're going to talk them in a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm high on Farmington. Yeah. I'm really high on them. <laughs> I mean, I like where they're at. Um, games from Friday, um, Clarkston, 80, Flint Powers, 37. Wow. Maddie, Maddie Sikorsky, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, a triple-double. Um, wow. Olivia Toter had 15 points. And Emerson Wood had 10 points for Clarkston. You know, that after losing the West Bloomfield like that, you think they were a little upset about that last loss? Yeah. <laughs> and I know Coach John Wire very well. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, West Bloomfield took on Troy. This was a good game for three quarters. But West Bloomfield ended up winning um, 64-47. Sydney Hendricks had 20 points. India Davis had 13 points for West Bloomfield. Charlotte Sabaka and Lauren Gumma had 13 points each. And Kendall Zyder had 11 points for Troy. If you haven't seen Kendall Zyder play, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're in for a treat. You haven't seen her play in for a treat. Alrighty. Lefty, can shoot the three ball, can dribble drive. I mean, she's a really phenomenal player. Yeah. 
What uh, what year is she? A uh, junior. Okay. Only a junior. So there's one more year. Um, you're gonna love this score. Royal Oak seventy six, A and T fifty six. Wow. Sarah Sorgahan twenty six points. Kiera Vance sixteen points. Sarah Almond thirteen points. Lexi Romansburg nine points for Royal Oak. Lauren Gilreath at sixteen points for A and T. Is there some high scoring games? Royal, you know what? That's actually I think that is the second most points Royal Oak has scored in school history. Wow. So that's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, Troy had their um, second most highest game when they put up 74 against Abaddon. So, yeah. um, but Royal Oak's been a mystery team. 28 against West Bloomfield, 76 against A&T. Jeez. So that's a real interesting. Yeah, that's quite team. a spread there. Yeah, it is kind of a very interesting spread. Stony Creek, 41, Lake Orion, 32. I'm sitting, this was a, this game could have gone either way. Um, Sydney LaPurie had nine and Mia Carson had 11 points each. Kylie Heck had nine points. Megan Marshall had eight to lead Lake Orion. This was a really good game um, between the Dragons and the Cougars. This was, a, I mean, like just a classic, typical Lake Orion Stony Creek competition. Mm-hmm. It's just a classical game. Yeah. And then we had Saturday games. Um, Rochester beat Bloomby Hills 52-39. Anir Rajirshian, uh, they're big in the interior. 25 points. Abby Pleasant had eight points to lead Rochester. Amelia Johnson had 19 for Bloomfield Hills. Um, and then we had Adams, 59, Seaholm, 28, Elizabeth Blaine had 14 points, May Dolinga, 13 points, Abby Dranick had 9 points for Adams. Um, and then we had Grove, 76, Ann Arbor, Skyline, 34, Caitlin Saunders had 17 points for Grove. So that is the OA roundup. So mm-hmm. if you look at the team we got to talk about to West Bloomfield, yeah. I mean, they got two sisters. Who are freshmen? Summer Davis and India Davis. They are absolutely insane. Yeah. And you put them with Sydney Hendricks, you put them with Logan Lewis, Lola Chambers. You got the makings for a state championship team here. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think they're <laughs> they're contenders? They are serious contenders now in Division One. They are serious, serious contenders. I mean, yeah. like, my God. I mean, like, you look. They, what they did to Clarkson on Thursday. Yeah. And Clarkson's a good basketball team. Right. You know, with Madison Sikorsky, you look at them. Um, Olivia Toder and Caitlin Call, Easy Haley on that team, and they beat them by, and they beat them by 32 points? Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Troy kept West Bloomfield down. I mean, it was a close between Troy and West Bloomfield for three quarters. And, mm-hmm. And when you look at that white division, you know, you got Stony Creek and Troy. Um, those are your two best teams in that division. Um, West Bloomfield's like in another planet right mm-hmm. now. And when you look at West Bloomfield, <laughs> they just knocked off Detroit Renaissance 81-65. And Summer Davis had a big game there. Yeah. India Davis is having a big have had a couple big games for West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. And this Laker team. It's insane. Yeah. There's and to have two freshmen. Two freshmen. That have more years ahead of them as well as uh, just scary. And I've scary. seen them play at Michigan Storm AU team. Mm. I've seen them play. This is scary. Yeah. They're scary. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they're athletic. They can, they, they're dribble drivers. They can shoot the ball. I mean, like, my goodness. I mean, like, it wouldn't surprise me if those two girls are going to see D1 schools in their near future. Yeah. That's how... 
good they are. And mm. they just beat a really good Clarkson team. Right. Um, But Royal Oak is a team I can't figure out. I mean, and I've used the term Batman Robin to describe the Royal Gravens. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Sorgahan is basically playing the role of Batman. Yeah. Um, And then there's been... Robin's the big question. You know, have you ever watched the classic Batman Robin series? Yes. <laughs> You know, yeah. you have Bruce Wayne, Batman, and then you have Robin. Mm-hmm. The Ravens describe me this team. Yeah. Because here Vance, I think, is really starting to take on that role a little bit. Yeah. Um, Of that Robin. But they have Lexi Rosenberg, Sarah Amen, who can play that role. I mean, Royal Oaks, traditionally defensive first team. They came 76 to West Bluefield. Mm-hmm. But the team that I really can't figure out and understand is A&T. I mean, yes, they got they went through a coaching transition with Michelle Marshall retiring. Shakia Cock trains now in there. They got two very good players in Keanu Willis and Jalen Austin. But defensively, fifty to Stony Creek. They gave up seventy four. They gave up seventy four and seventy six. Seventy four to West Bluefield, seventy six to um to um Royal Oak. Yeah. And you're not going to win many games giving up that many points. They still have to play Farms and Hills Mercy on the schedule. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. That's they, all you got to say. <laughs> they got to figure it out defensively. They got to figure it out defensively because this team is not very good defensively at all. I mean, they could score a bunch of points. Yeah. But if you're not if you're not defending somebody, yikes. Right. Um, and then we look at and then we we look at Groves. Groves is a team that's young, upcoming. I like what Coach Antoine Simpkins is doing. Navaya Otis is starting to become a star, uh, a star player for Groves. Um, Jordan Peterson is another freshman who's had, who's been contributing in big ways as well. I mean, and that's not counting their senior leader with Caitlin Quinn. I mean, like, so when you look at Groves, I mean, there's a lot to like with Coach Antoine Simpkins and his team. I mean, like, if you, I know you haven't seen him play, but if you see Groves play, I mean, like, they, they love the running gun. I yeah. mean, like they love and they love to score points. I mean, they knocked off a good Lakeland team, and then they knocked off and they blew out Ann Arbor Skyline. So mm-hmm. their only two losses were the Detroit Renaissance, where they got killed. Yeah, <laughs> and then Clarkson, where they ended up. Um, they were competitive with them, you know. Right. But but putting a putting a a young team in that situation is always a very good. Tough. Yeah, and then when you're playing a team like West Bluefield, I mean, like I. If I'm Antoine Simpkins, oh my God. <laughs> you know, that's not going to be easy. They yeah. still got to play him this week, so that's going to be real rough. Wow. Um, the white division, um, we got to talk about a team that really has issues closing out games. Perfect example of this is North Farmington. They had Farmington beat several occasions. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't close the deal. They had Stony Creek where they wanted them. Yeah. Couldn't close out the deal. So when you look at Jeff Simpson's team, yes, they got Heaven Rogers. Yeah, they did they, they did lose two very key players in Maya Kelly, Molly Simpson. But for for North Farmington, this team has had issues closing out games. And, you know, I don't know if it is nerves with them or if yeah. it's like or they feel uneasy because right. they should not have lost the Farmington game. And then the Stony Creek game. You know that game went either way, and Sony Creek ended up winning that one by eight. Yeah. So I know I know one thing that's tough. I, I've seen a lot of high school teams do it uh, throughout the years. Is that you know sometimes you get a lead, 
and coach will say, let's, let's slow the game down. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you start to slow the game down, you start making mistakes that you normally wouldn't make because you're not in that flow of the game. You're just kind of walking around. You're like, oh, we got the lead. Let's, let's just save it. And they're not trying to push the lead. They're trying to save the lead. And sometimes that can get you in trouble. Right, and that's dangerous. You know what I mean? If you're very, if you play conservative, that's really dangerous. Um, so North Farms is a team I'm really concerned about. Adams is a team I'm really concerned about because, yes, they played well. You know what I mean? They played good basketball. They got experience with Maddie Delinga, Elizabeth Blaine, Laura Peters, Mark, um, and, of course, Abby Dranick. But Adams is a team that worries me. And they got a big one coming up on Tuesday mm-hmm. against Stony Creek. And that's going to be a really interesting game. Yeah. So when you look at Adams, um, experience does matter. Right. But sometimes it can be really dangerous, you know, if they get too complacent. And yeah. I really feel like that's the big concern I have with Adams is sometimes with this team, they can be a little complacent. Mm-hmm. And that's really dangerous for Coach Shay Lewis and her team. Yeah. Um, Stony Creek, I mean, Stony Creek looks like the real deal. I mean, yeah. Nia Carson fitting that role in the point guard slot, um, taking over for Lily DePani, who graduated. Um, both LaPrairie, Sydney, and Sarah LaPrairie have both played really well, ba- really good basketball. Melina Shakorik has played really well, basketball, good basketball for Stony Creek. I mean, they, I like Kellen James' team. I really like what they have. I like the chemistry that they have. I mean, like, Stony Creek, to me, they're off to a 4 start. Uh, big one coming up with Adams. Um, I really like where they're at. Uh, and there's Troy. Troy's off to a 3-2 and two start. Um, we talk about Zyder. Laura Gumma, Charlotte Sabaka, Elizabeth Mantuza. They need to be huge for Coach Julius Porter's team. If they can, if they can find it out, I think Troy would be a very good basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go to the, I want to go gold first and blue. Okay. Farmington's obviously your best team in that division. Yeah. Because they played a top nine conference. They have a very good player in Autumn Barrett, who is a really good player. Sophia Holdwick is another good player. Um, and then you look at Farmington. I like what Coach Laura Guzman's done with this team. I mean, yes, there only there's only four teams in that blue in that gold division. Right. Because two of them couldn't play this year, couldn't field teams. So yeah. but I like where Farmington's at right now. You know, I really like where this team is at. They're right now the king, queens of the crop in the, in the gold right now. Yeah. I mean, no offense to Seaholm, no offense to Ferndale University or Oak Park. I mean, I really haven't seen Oak Park and Ferndale University play in the last two last week because they didn't they didn't play games this week. Right. Um. And then the blue division. This is where I really, this is like a mess of the messes. You know what I mean? <laughs> this blue division described. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lake Orion, Oxford, Troy, Athens, um. Lake Orion, Oxford, Troy, Athens, and Rochester are your four teams in that division right now. Yeah. And both these teams, these four teams have flaws. These teams have strengths. Right. I think when you look at the blue right now, people are going to say, who is the team? Who do you think right now is the leader in the, in the, in the clubhouse? People are going to say Rochester. Okay. I get it because of Ragnarsson, because of, um, Lorenzo and of course Hurst. Mm-hmm. People are gonna say Lake Orion because yeah. they have a young nucleus and they have played a murderous role of a non-conference. When you're playing against teams like Troy, you're playing against Stony Creek, Birmingham, Marion, and then you still have to play Clarkson and Midland. That's very difficult. Yeah. And then you look at Oxford, you don't know what you're gonna get with them. Mm-hmm. And with Troy Athens, you know, 
you don't know what you're going to get with them. So, you know, so it's hard to figure out these teams in this division of girls basketball. Avondale looks like a complete mess. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate for them, but they are a complete mess right now. But when you look at the blue right now, um, just everything I've been telling you. Yeah. Who do you think right now would be that team to beat in the clubhouse? Uh, based on, you know, what I've seen, which is very little, but what I've heard as well, I honestly think that Lake Orion could be on top. And I'm not trying to be biased, but what I saw from them against Athens, it looked pretty good. Like, you know, they have some shooters and Megan Marshall, Kylie Hack hit some shots. The thing that uh, threw me off in that Athens game was Maddie Ebert struggled a bit. Yeah, that's and a so unusual. So if she gets going and she gets into a rhythm, you have three very capable scorers on that team, mm-hmm. and that's a good like a nucleus, nucleus like you said, that I think can win some games and and upset some teams. So. And you look at Rochester, obviously another team as well. You got Megan Lorenzo there, Jackie Hurst, um, on Lacey Wagnerson. I mean, for Coach Bill Thurston, I still th- when you look at the blue right now, I think the two best teams are Lake Orion and Rochester. Mm-hmm. I really think they're still your two yeah. best teams in that division. So when you really look at it here, they play each other on Tuesday night. Yeah, that's going to be a fun game out at Rochester. Yeah. It'll be a real fun game. Yeah. Do you so, think? Uh, what do you think it would take for Oxford to move up to their level, since they're kind of that third wheel in your opinion? Well, when you look at Oxford. Uh, this is a interesting team. Emma Morris and Mackenzie Metzler are your two top guns, are your two top players. Miranda Menabago has started to emerge, which is a good sign for them. Mm-hmm. Oxford is a senior-heavy team, but they're not a big team. Yeah. You're going to love where they got in their district, though. Yeah. They got to go up to Genesee County. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. Because you got Davison, Grand Blank, that's a tough one for uh, sure. Blake Kersey's in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, but for Oxford, for them, they just got to play them within themselves. You know what I mean? And um, they just got to play within themselves. You yeah. know I mean? Being at home is much different being on the road. Yeah. They are a good home team. They are a good home team. When they're on the road, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. So if you're Oxford, you know, right now, um, you know, I would say, you know, you're going to have to beat some teams. Yeah. I mean, you already beat Lake Orion once. You beat Berkeley once. Berkeley's another team that I'm having a hard time figuring out. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ashley Loon's a really good player. I mean, Sammy Wintrow is another one. Um, they got another one as well, but Kirk Carolyn doesn't have a lot of depth. And that's and that. And I think the paw has really killed Berkeley. Yeah. And like, Several players decide not to come out and play. You know what I mean? Right. You know, for safety reasons. So yeah. when you look at Berkeley, they're a team that's been hit real hard with this pause. Um, but the game against Oxford, you know, I don't know if it was the lack of numbers that got them or they just stopped playing against Oxford or something, but that's a really bad loss for Berkeley. You know what right. I mean? Going to yeah. Oxford. I mean, like, you know, but still, I mean, that's inexcusable for them. Mm-hmm. So, but in the blue division right now, I still think the two top teams are Lake Orion and Rochester. Yeah. Do you want to do a little preview of that game? What you think is uh? Oh, we got some gonna come games. out of that. Oh, I, you know this would be a good matchup. I really do. I think Lake Orion's got the edge in the guard matchups. Mm-hmm. Wing matchup, I gotta give Rochester the edge. If it cut co- the interior, I gotta give an edge to Rochester. Um, yeah. 
in this game, if Maddie Everett and Kylie Heck are hitting shots, um, now Rochester's gym, you know, they have two, they have two three point lines. One's a college three point line, and yeah. the other's a high school three point line. Right. So if Lake Orion is hitting shots, executing, I think it go in there and beat Rochester. I yeah. really do. I mean, now if Lorenzo's on her game, Hurst is on her game, then Lake Orion could have some problems. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in that game, obviously. Um, yeah. Other games to talk about, Adams and Stony Creek. That's going to be a good one here, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Adams has no answer for Stewart's inside. I, I think Adams has got no answer for her inside. Um, yeah. it, if it comes down to the guard match between Maddie Dolinga and, um, and Amia Carson, I like Stony Creek in this game. I really do against Adams. I really do. I mean, I think Stony Creek's a team that I think they're on the upside. Um, I think I think um, I think both Lapurries are different makers in this game. I really do. Going against Adams, I think they're going to be different makers. Yeah. Um, and then you look at, of course, um, it's hard to describe. You know what I mean? You look at, but when I look at my top twenty this week in the girls' basketball ranks, mm-hmm. um, obviously, um, obviously, um, no, my number one team is obviously West Bloomfield. The way they've been playing. Mm-hmm. Clark's is my number two. Um, Stony Creek's my number three. Five and zero start. By the way, I said four earlier. I apologize. Farmington's my number four team, and the reason why we talked about Farmington. Yeah, I like this team. I like what Laura Guzman's done. I mean, it's unfortunate for them. They're in a district of Farm Hills Mercy. Right. But, but it is what it is. So, mm-hmm. but I think I like what Farmington's at this year. They've done a really good job there. Um, Troy is my number five team. Um. I like I like where this team's at right now under Coach Julius Porter. Um, girls in my number six team to play Navia Otis has been really important for them. Um, Adams is my seventh ranked team um, because of Manny Dolinga. Um, Royal Oak is basically from the movie from the movie Eight Mile <laughs> or, or like from Eminem. Will the real Swim State please stand up? Yeah. Will the real Royal Gravens please stand up? <laughs> uh, Rochester and Lake Orion have been I. Sw- I mean, by number nine and ten teams. Um, I mean, it depends. You know, both these teams I think are evenly matched. Yeah. Um, and this game against each other is. And gonna... pl- yeah, that's gonna be key. Mm-hmm. Now, Lakeorians played more tougher schedule than Rochester. Yeah. So we'll see where they're at. But right. I, I think Lake Orion's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll see what happens there. Right. Um, Oxford's my number eleven ranked team. Athens number twelve. Seahome thirteen. Um, North Farmington four. Uh, Berkeley 14, North Farmington 15, a 16th ranked team, Oak Park 17, Ferndale 18, Bluebee Hills 19, Avondale 20. Hmm. So when you really look at it, that's my top 20 yeah. for the basketball ranks. Um, let's talk some coaching hires. Um, I want to talk coaching hires. Um, West Bloomfield, they have a new volleyball coach, Nancy McCowan. Um, of course, I know her personally. She takes over for Laura Deluxe Ford. Mm. Um, we've seen West Bloomfield in the red for volleyball. Um, this is a good hire. I mean, McCowan's been in knows the OA very well. Um, at Lake Orion, she was at Lake Orion for a little while as an assistant under coach Mike Hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was really curious to see what your thoughts were about McCowan. Um, comments here. She said, "Quote: I'm excited to start this journey with the Lakers family. Coach Forbes has led the solid program. I'm grateful for that." My goal is to build off what is here and take it farther with hard work and perseverance. We can do that together. I cannot wait to get to work. 
West Bluefield moved down from the Reds to White this year. Yeah. So when you look at this hire, you know, I really like this hire. Yeah. Is this is this her first head coach? No, uh, experience? she was at Milford. Okay. She coached at Milford. Okay. So, but this is a great hire for West Bluefield. Yeah. I mean, bringing in a, a proven winning coach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think she's going to do wonders over there at West Bluefield. Yeah. Um, I mean, anytime you get in a new coach, um, it can definitely give uh, the program a spark mm-hmm. because, you know, you get just this new environment that they can bring, a different mm-hmm. kind of uh, a feel to it. So it definitely can go one of two ways. Like sometimes, you know, getting a new coach can be it, there can be some uh, the bumps in the road when you're first learning uh, how they how they stylize their coaching and maybe a little bit different to play. But it is also very exciting, like I said, to mm-hmm. to get some new new air in there, so to speak. And now we go to another sport. Also, I'm um, Joey. You want to talk a little football here? All righty, let's do it. Um, we got Farmington. Um, they named the new head coach. Um, your offensive coordinator, Farmington alum Jason Albrecht, is taking over the program. Um, of course, taking over for um, Corey Saroch, who left to take over the job at Wall Lake Western. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at, of course, last season, um, Albrecht was the offensive coordinator at, at um, Farmington. Of course, we know Farmington had a really rough year in the white. Um, yeah. took they took a ton of beatings. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at farm, when you look at this higher to stay within house. Yeah. I think this is a good hire for them to keep going right. house with their, I mean, Albright is a Farmington alum. Um, you look at, of course, um, you know, he played under Bechtel, coach John Bechtel at Farmington. Um, he, um, also, um, he knows the Farmington way. He also went to the state championship game in 2015 mm-hmm. as an assistant as a coach at Waterford or lady of the lake. So yeah. to me, this is a good hire for Farmington. Um, to bring in a guy like um to bring one of your own in, you know what right. I mean? So, yeah, and I, I would say I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. In this situation, it's like we said they they struggled a lot last year, mm-hmm. so this would be that time where you don't want to necessarily bring in a brand new coach because then it's like you're you're already starting over again, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's just going to be a setback. So to keep it within the same system. Then the kids are still familiar with it. They can grow off of that system, even though they struggled last year. They can only, you know, go up from here, but be familiar with what's going on in the program. And I think familiarity helps here. Right. I mean, when you look at Farmington's hire, um, you know, when you obviously you're right. You know what I mean? It makes um, and also what's going to help Farmington is they're going down a division from the white to the blue. And mm-hmm. when Farmington was in the blue, and um, two years ago. They went seven and one. Wow. And their only loss was to North Farmington. So when you look at last year going up to the white, it they had a very young team. It was really miserable. Right. They end up losing to Sterling Heights Stevenson in the first round. Um to me, this is a good hire. Yeah. I mean, they have Jacob Saunders back at running back. Um, what he's gonna bring is he's gonna bring a ton of experience ton of proven experience to the fold mm-hmm. um a lot you know a lot to look at when you look at farmington yeah um when you look at obviously this team um going forward would you put farmington at top of the blue right now for football with this hire um probably not Why? just because of the struggles that they had last year i think you're going to have to get back to that winning culture first. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe by 
you know, early on in the season, if they if they get a couple wins, then maybe they can. But I think right away, you just kind of have to establish that winning mentality again and get the kids fired up. But if they can do that early, mm-hmm. then there's definitely a chance. You look at the teams in that division. You got Avondale there. You got Berkeley there. Berkeley had a really good year last yeah. year. Um, I like what Sean Shields done in his three years. Um, mm-hmm. I do agree with you. It does take time to build a program, you know, yeah. and the fact that, you know, when you look at this changeover with Saroj leaving to go to Wild Lake Western, and we know what mess Wild Lake Western was. Saroj mm-hmm. is their fourth coach in four years. Right. So when you look at this hire, it's a Farmington homegrown person, mm-hmm. coach, you know, homegrown. Yep. Bottom line is, you know, but, you know, the thing at Farmington is you got to beat your arch rival, North Farmington. Yep. Uh, we know about the Harrison effect over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got to win your division. And for 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 Farmington, it's it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with them. Yeah. Program strength, you know, that's a big time question for them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot going on. Yep. It's so, always a tough transition, that's for sure. It always is. Um, got a lot to... Um, you know, so you hanging in there, Joey? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, what are what are the games? We got like just a couple minutes. What are the games this week that you want to highlight that are coming up? Obviously, Adam Stony Creek and girls. That's gonna be a big game there. Mm-hmm. Um, you got we already it. talked about Lake Orion Rochester. Lake Orion Rochester. Um, that's another one I'm keeping an eye on closely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some others to keep an eye on as well. I mean, like, um, but I just don't have the schedule on me right yeah. now. So you know, so it's. Really difficult to describe yeah. Any that. Uh, boys teams that you think might be on the rise coming up here? Well, I'm keeping a very close eye on Bloomfield Hills and Adams. Um, girls as well. Um, mm-hmm. Those are teams I'm keeping a close eye on. Um, teams I'm really concerned about, Lake Orion, obviously, with their offensive issues. Right. Um, when you look at teams who I think are really in trouble right now are um, Royal Oak. Um, mm-hmm. Royal Oaks in a lot of trouble right now. Farmington's another team that's in a lot of trouble as well. Yeah. Um, on the girls' side, um, Groves is rising. Um, you know, West Bloomfield's West Bloomfield, Clarkson's Clarkston. Um, you know, a team that I'm keeping a really close eye on is Farmington. I mean, Farmington's one I'm high on, as mentioned. Yeah. Lake Orion's a team I'm I'm high on. Rochester's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, team I'm really concerned about. Look going forward is um Troy Athens. That's another team I'm concerned about. But Adams is a team I'm really concerned about because the complacency, the veteran experience, you know, that they have. Um right. sometimes that can like slack off and you know, that could lead to some trouble for and Adams has been that team that I am very, very concerned about when you look at them going yeah. forward. Another team I'm concerned about is Oxford. Um you know, we don't know what you're going to get from them going forward. So. Right. We'll see what happens going forward here um, yeah. this week here. Okay, everybody, I'm going to sign off here this week. Um, take care, everybody, and see you all next week, everybody. Yep. Sammy, it was a pleasure uh, filling in for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe I'll do it again sometime. Yes, you should. <laughs> we'll see. Yep. All oh. right. We'll see you guys next time. OA Now is a production of ONTV. And we – and. But our opinions are mine and Joey's alone. <laughs> you want to do a, a podcast? Call us at 248-393-1060. All righty. See ya.